Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 21. Uh, I'm Graham, I'm here with Luke, Richie. Oh, shit. We're actually not here with Richie today. I'm just used to going through the whole crew here. I'm here with Luke, Cody, and Curtis today. And we're going to... Richie's actually out for some personal things. Nothing bad. Hopefully all good. We'll snow in a little bit. But uh, I think Curtis, it's actually... It kind of works out because Curtis has some stuff that he went and did. Uh, I think it was last weekend, right? Or two weekends ago, Curtis? Oh, it was two weekends ago. Yeah, so he yeah. went on a trip that seemed like it was pretty fun. Bunch of pictures from that. So he's going to talk about that. And for the rest of this, I think we're just going to you know, see where the bullshit takes us. Yeah, I got to go to Winterfest with Naxja, the Midwest chapter at the Badlands Off-Road Park in Indiana. Probably my favorite local park, which unfortunately is still four hours away, but we make it work. We went, uh, a couple of buddies and I rented a house or cabin, I guess they call it. Basically, it's a giant ass house that fits like 14 people in it. So we had a good time, hung out, did a lot of wheeling, a lot of drinking during the night. So probably. One of my favorite trips that I've ever gotten to take there so far. Hopefully we get some better ones, though. I have to say yeah. that it's kind of funny that our favorite trip of the year is Badlands in Vermont and yours is Badlands in Indiana. I'd imagine the Badlands by you is a lot better than ours. It's pretty good. It's a pretty fun place. Not a super crowded kind of a place. Like There's a lot of different trails that interweave like go to the same point but it's not anything crazy but it's a sick time for sure yeah you could probably take for example like if we were doing a club run up there you could probably take like a couple people on 35s and 33s you know four jeeps doing that and then you could have four jeeps on tons playing on the blacks and reds and stick together as a group just due to the way it interweaves i like how roush is kind of yeah Okay. If Roush was smaller and on the top of a mountain. Yes. Yeah. Uh, isn't Roush technically on the top of a mountain? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Roush is the mountain. This is like you go to the top park and then go the re- wheel to the rest of the mountain. Like it's. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time for sure. It does sound like a lot better time than what we got, but there's still well, some nasty obstacles out there. Well, tell us about it then. What, what? Come on, stop blue balling us. Give us the fucking goods. Give us what we want to hear, Curtis. I mean, what do you want to hear? You want to hear the good or the bad? Start with whatever you feel suits you. Start oh, with the good. Let's go with let's the good. Let's start with the good. I mean, there's some obstacles there that I've tried before, never really been able to do. And for some reason, this weekend, I guess my balls decided to drop and I really got after it. And it's literally the hardest I've ever wheeled that Jeep. And I mean, I was bouncing off limiter, banging against rocks and stuff, roasting the tires constantly. Something that, I mean, you guys wheeled me a couple or once now, and that's not something that I normally do. I get afraid of the skinny pedal, but you so, skinny. Did we break you? I think you guys might've at the end of the weekend, because <laughs> this is literally... <laughs> The first or the second time I've gone wheeling since I wheeled with you guys. And that time when I went to rocks and valleys up here between then and when I went to Badlands, 
I I kind of started getting after it. I just kind of got into the mood of, I don't really care. Break. You know what I mean? That's a good and, mindset. I like that mindset. Oh, that that was my mindset going into this weekend or to that weekend. I went in there. We I got we got there Thursday. We did like two hours of wheeling down in the quarry, which is where a lot of the obstacles and stuff are. There's some gnarly stuff, some easy stuff. So I got out on the easy stuff first thing Friday. I'm like, okay, this is everything's going good. Nothing sounds bad. Saturday, first thing I hit probably one of the hardest obstacles in the quarry that's actually attainable. Cause I mean, there are some that are basically straight 90 degree vertical walls, not possible, hmm. but this one, I tried it two years ago or last year and I got to the top and I got stuck. That's and rough. I wanted, I wanted to conquer that so bad. So first thing Saturday morning, nine o'clock rolls around park opens up. We head out. There I am sitting on limiter, roasting the front tires, trying to heat them up, make sure I can get up this thing. <laughs> I, I mean, my trans temps were at like 260. The engine temp was at like 240. I'm like, oh, man, you son of a bitch. You better do this. I gave it one. I said to my uh, co-pilot, I said, you know what? I'm giving it one last shot. I'm going to bump it as hard as I possibly can. Bumped it as hard as I could, and I made it right up that thing. I was like, holy shit. And it's not broken. <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go this is gonna be a good weekend so, you gotta love that feeling and i mean the weekend progressed we had a good time there's one climb that is kind of kind of has a huge drop off like a six foot drop off on the one side of it and i know the line to do it i wanted to try something new Decided to try that line, and I probably spent about a good five, six seconds on two tires because of that. Started going up, felt the rear end slip out a little bit, went off to the side, kind of got cockeyed a little bit. I didn't let out like a dumbass. I learned that from Luke. And <laughs> What? Not letting I, out? Not letting out when you think you might possibly have it. I didn't have it. <laughs> you know, I, I get to this point and I'm like, okay. Oh shit, when this did isn't I good. Do I, that? Gotta slam. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when you blew the tire off. But <laughs> I I slam that thing in reverse and I put my foot to the floor and the Jeep dies. I'm like, oh shit, this isn't good. I said, hang on, dude. We go up, we fall off the side of the rock, and the thing, I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. We're going onto our side. And it stops. And we kind of sit there for a minute. And then I threw my body weight up against the door and the Jeep goes up and back over and onto all four. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, That's man. always a weird feeling that like oh, rising the, the line. Yeah. yeah. But immediately after that, I said, okay, I'll just try the regular line. Went right up it, like whatever. <laughs> for and, me? I mean, it. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, for me, the worst is when you get one corner where you feel your, like, any input that you make in the steering wheel or, like, if you feel like you kind of, like, lean a little and that one corner just feels weightless and, like, it's just attached to your body. That's such a fucking weird feeling. Oh, man, it's so bad, too, because it's like, oh, man, like, I know I'm good, but I really don't want to roll this thing right now. Mm. <laughs> But yeah. I was I was fully prepared for it, and I've been wanting to actually kind of roll it just to see what happened. 
because I've never rolled it. I mean, I put on its side lightly, but I want a good roll. Uh, I'm good. I, I know don't a lot want. of people say they're good, but I want to. I want to do it once just to see what it's like. <laughs> just Maybe. like I want to do it again. You have a friend, you know. He drives <laughs> a red shit box with two doors <laughs> onto it, and he does not give a fuck. If you really want to roll, just take a like a nasty ride with him, and you'll he definitely. Had, he, uh, Colin didn't roll up until. I think the we've first been a bad time, influence. Like, yes, I mean, I you think guys are bad all of us influences. have been a bad influence on each other, but I don't no. know. Not counting the time that he rolled it on backroads in Maine, which is the only time I knew that <laughs> he. So he'd never rolled it actually wheeling. That was the only time he ever rolled the thing. Was, Wait, so he uh, just started like rolling this thing over? Recently? Yeah, the yeah. Bell roll was the first time like, he'd ever wait, rolled wheeling. It, the time with Marvell was his first time ever rolling. Yes. Like, not yeah, rolling, rolling he on trail. He flopped it. He flopped yeah. it. So, I mean, it, it doesn't really count. Like, no shit, dude. He acted so nonchalant. Like, it was his, like, he does this every other weekend. Well, because that's so funny. What else do you got to do? Like, it's, it just flops on its side. Like, yeah. I don't know what. Flip it over, well, kick it out, and you go. Do? You flip it over, and you go. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then fucking. There were multiple other events with him after that that have just been very nonchalant about it. <laughs> or his girlfriend rolling it for him. <laughs> that happened so quickly. That was the Nobody funniest thing to the funniest thing to witness in my entire life. You guys kind of figured out what exactly happened, right? So as it crawled up the rock, she got nervous. So then she oh, yeah, bobbled the clutch it. and she just fucking dumped the clutch thing went. <laughs> just laid it out inside <laughs> and everybody was like everyone was like oh shit oh shit <laughs> well, the it, was, it was like a tame rock garden it wasn't like anything insane like nothing you should be rolling on <laughs> for me the funniest part about all of that when that happened though was i was like casually standing on my tire looking over someone else's jeep and then all of a sudden i see colin's jeep come up and then just Flop off out of you. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my favorite role by far. That was fucking hilarious. I feel like we should stop giving away his fucking secrets at this point and like maybe strangle him and fucking abduct him for a podcast or something of those likes because we've only been talking <laughs> about it for like twenty episodes now. Yeah, one of these days. <laughs> one of these days, maybe if the uh, if the I, people are lucky. Honestly, I can kind of understand Luke why. You feel the way you feel about rolling after watching you roll Ducky that one time. That yeah, was a hard roll. More, that that was a hard fucking flop. hurt. That no, okay, fucking it's me a hard up. flop when you've got a three point fucking harness. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the, the problem with it. I've got better yeah. shit now because of that. I but fucked that up. Did not help. <laughs> no way that was comfortable. Wait, well, the one I got topless day? Yeah. Yes. In the parking oh. lot. That was hilarious. In, in the wait, 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 wait. In the parking lot. Yes. You yeah. rolled the jeep. No, yes. no, not in the parking lot. He was. It was close. Technically enough. in the wheeling zone. There was a big boulder, and I, I forget who Hi. it was. Hi, it's us. It was there me were a bunch and of people him on, and somebody was like <laughs> trying to get him up to go on the rock. It's this big boulder, like probably two times the size of the jeep, and you know, just round, yeah, yeah. just a round rock, like. 
There's nothing for him to do to get up on. No reason to go on top of this rock. There's nothing over but there. Why the fuck not? Exactly. exactly. So he was trying. <laughs> and it just didn't didn't go over so well. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was no. my group of friends. It was our first time that we ever saw these guys. And they were fucking around. And we were like, go on the rock. Go on the rock. And Luke looks over. He's like, kind of like looking over. He's like, that one? And we're like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> he just turns into it. And he just... Climbs up it, hops a little bit, comes back down, hop, goes for another one, hops a little bit, third try. Yeet! Go, 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 go. <laughs> and then just like slid off the side. It was great. Yeah, oh, and when man. it was sliding, I felt it starting to catch. I didn't realize that it was going to catch and go over, so I pinned it and cut into it catching and just yeah. yeeted myself over. Well, speaking of bad influences, this weekend when I was at Winterfest, we had uh, we one of my buddies had broken on an obstacle. We were down like in the middle of the quarry, just sitting watching all these people. This dude in a really really nice XJ, and people listening might know who this is, but Logan Calwick's old XJ is in Michigan. LS swapped puns, forty inch sticky traps, ORIs, all that kind of stuff. Like the thing is beautiful, and. This dude that owns it now was trying to go up a hill and or up this ledge and it, it's pretty steep. And he's like, he gets to the top of the engine, just bogs down. It can't go up. So he has to back down. And he keeps trying. And finally, he, he finally just gave up. And so the guys I was with were like, hey, beer's on me tonight if you can do that backwards. So I go over there, I drive over. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it the first time. I'm going to take the fucking steering wheel out and hang it out the fucking window as I'm driving up it. <laughs> so I do that. <laughs> drive just, I mean, the Jeep basically just crawls right up, but I barely even have to get into it at all. So I do it. I'm, I'm holding the steering wheel up above. I think at one point I actually set it on top of the Jeep, drove back around down, looked at it for a minute, looked like I was going to go at it from forward again. And then went up to it and turned around, got up backwards. I remember the first time I tried to go up it, 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 didn't, it didn't feel good at all. Because as soon as I started going up, I was like, holy shit, this is a lot steeper than I really thought it was. <laughs> as I'm sitting there looking straight down at the ground. You're I'm like, not even sitting, just idea. being suspended, probably. Yeah, just I'm a- literally just <laughs> hanging in my seat at this point. By just the hanging by your balls and your shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay, yep, this is great. This is a great idea. So I, and we'll I, make we'll make sure to post this on the Instagram. You'll have to send us this video so we can post it because that sounds phenomenal. That's okay. <laughs> but there there is uh I was like, okay, I threw it into drive, went back down because the tires had started slipping a little bit. I'm like, I'm not doing this if the tires are slipping. So I went, I gave it another shot. I got a little bit higher that time, going a little bit faster. I'm like, okay, okay, this is good. This is good. I like this. This doesn't doesn't feel great, but we're good. We'll give it a shot. I fucking just yeeted it right up the freaking hill in the, one of the videos someone got that slow motion. You can see it as the rear tires come up and over. They kind of just sit and hang there in the air for like a second. And then they come down. And I saw that video afterwards. I'm like, oh, that has got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever done while wheeling. Yeah, because so. that would have been, been a hard flop, too, because it would have been all of that weight transferring over. Yeah, that would have been scary. Right onto its roof. Which... Whew. I mean, yeah, it would have sucked, but at that point, I was like, oh, fuck it. Why not? Why not try something new? And <laughs> yeah. I got out, and everybody was like, 
are you fucking insane, dude? I was like, why? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Do you realize how steep that is? I was like, yeah, I know. But did I die? Nope. No. <laughs> Technically, you're uh, on the podcast a little while later, so fucking Yeah, no. I'm not dead, so. Although. Turns out, I kept wheeling the rest of the day. We did some real easy stuff. There's a V-notch that takes a little bit of a bump to get up because there's an undercut on it. And we did that. And then we went back to camp. We split off from like the total off-road podcast group and went to another group and or went back to camp with another group because they had the cabin right next to us. Then we went back out because we were able to wheel till like nine o'clock. So we went back out at like eight o'clock just to do some easy stuff in the quarry. And we go out and I'm feeling this weird clunking noise. Hearing it, feeling it every time I go drive to reverse, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I broke a drive shaft, broke a joint cap, whatever, no big deal. Didn't think anything of it, kind of went away by the time we were headed out. Go to load it up the next morning to bring to come back home, crawl underneath the thing, and as I'm strapping it down, I look at the cross member and I can see inside of the tube that used to be my cross member that's below my link upper link bracket. I'm like, huh. Son of a bitch, I guess I did break it. Oh so my just, god. You have a tube as your cross member. Square tube. Yeah, okay. and it literally it didn't break any of my welds. I'm an amazing welder. I know. Don't tell me. But <laughs> it literally broke like about a quarter inch outside of each and every single one of those welds. It just tore it right up. Just tore the plate right in half. Jesus. Bent the whole cross member in half. Like I realized. As cool as that was to go flex on those guys doing that hill climb backwards, that's the only reason why that did that. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. I'm surprised you made it the rest of the like the event or time being doing having that, that so fucked up. The little bit that's left on there, I have no clue how in the hell that thing held together. Like Jesus. I I think it might possibly be pinned between the tube because not all of the tube broke because there's like the lower link bracket, like right in front of that. That's kind of all welded together. And I think it's still slightly attached there, but I think it's like jammed between that and my uh, seat mount, which is not like a stereotypical seat mount. It's a piece of uh, 120 wall tubing. That's in like an oval shaped off the back of my cage. So it is supported pretty well, but I have no clue how that thing did not just shoot up through the floor and ruin everything. <laughs> you're scaring me now because i just fucking like burned all my four link shit in but i'm gonna tie it in as well as i can and it looks like i might be able to get away with dual tie-ins directly into the b pillar to hold the upper link uh just it's like an eight inch gap so i might be able to just throw a piece of tube on it yeah that's probably a really good idea and i had actually i have a piece of tubing laying on the ground Right now, that was notched and fitted from something on my uh, cage to that to hold the upper link mount in place. And I decided to put rock lights on instead that weekend. Um, <laughs> hey, you can say whatever you want about my Jeep, but you will never hear that sentence that just came out of his mouth come out of my mouth. <laughs> well, you know what? I knew we were going to get to do some night wheeling. 
And I'm like, you know what? I don't have any rock lights, nothing underneath it. I don't think anybody else that I wheel with does. All right, fuck it. I'm just going to put some lights underneath it that I had had sitting aside for like five months now. And I finally just said, you know what? Fuck it. I think the cross member is good for the weekend. It should be fine. We're going to do this instead. I spent a day and a half wiring those all up and putting them in. And now I freaking hate myself for doing that. Not welding that piece in too bad. <laughs> well, that's the, the reason I'm, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll just quick, quick blurb here. The wiring stuff is a pain in the ass. You, you go in, you're like, oh yeah, it'll just be like, you know, it's four little lights or whatever many you did. I'm not sure yeah. what sort of rock lights you were doing, but you know, you go in, think it's going to be super simple, but to actually do it right, it, it takes way and too long. It's like a frustrating amount of time. I hate doing it the wrong way because I feel like I have to redo it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I hate the way that some people do their wiring and the way that it looks. And like, I'm not an amazing wire or electrician, whatever you want to call it, at, or routing everything. But I at least make my stuff look halfway decent. I could not stand having a rig that had like loose wires and shit all the time. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Typical XJ stuff. Well, so on that note, um, the reason that I said that is because I'm building that uh, tie-in between the two mini cross members that ties into the B-pillar node, and then I'm going to have the um, the supports going directly to the B-pillar for those uppers, so hopefully I should be able to keep them from wrapping, and like I'm going pretty autistic with the... Uh, brace going to the front link mount or for the three link on the front of my jeep because that was moving and that can't move anymore after i reweld the cross member i'm just i yeah. don't want to deal with it i'm gonna fucking just fix it once that's kind of the way i'm at right now it's like okay you know what i'm gonna fix this cross member this time i had already just welded another piece of tube onto it off of the frame which was the whole reason that i started doing everything or I had actually had the other piece because it's like, okay, these two pieces fit together. That matches perfectly up there. That matches perfectly there. All right, we're going to do that. That works out good. Yeah. Um, and then I kicked myself in the ass for not putting it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be unfun to get that pulled back into position. But Actually, the way that the tube tore, it shouldn't take much. I'll probably just unbolt all the links and everything and pull it back using a ratchet strap off the rear axle because oh i pulled God. even underweight i pulled it almost all the way back down already with rat with a ratchet strap huh so <laughs> it's not that bad it's just going to be actually fixing it so it doesn't break again does that make sense yeah no, no i totally understand that that's what i'm doing with the front cr- or with my front cross member on my xj right now is I'm tying all that in to the B pillar itself so that it doesn't cause me any extra issues. I'm just, I'm done. I'm going to make sure it's right. I'm cutting up a Clayton link bracket and that's going to get burned on to the backside of my cross member uh, for the upper link mount. Then I'm thinking 120 wall all the way back to the B. That should hopefully be enough. I mean, with your luck, it'll probably rip off and explode and do crazy things, and we'll be laughing at it, but it sounds like it'll be good. Hopefully. (laughs) Any Um, other cool... Oh, sorry. 
No. This is sort of an interesting conversation because I was actually looking at, I was on Barnes and uh, uh, Rough Stuff today looking at links because if I'm going to cut out my floor, I'm going to take a look at my lower control arms at the frame side and upper control arm at the frame side and redo redo those correctly. Well, I guess I'm going to look at them, and I've said this a couple times, I'm pretty sure, but I'm going to take a look at them and see how, how they're doing. As far as I know, they're doing okay, but I'm not, as you all know, I'm not happy with how it's set up because it hangs on that cross member. If I'm going to be redoing the entire floor and setting things up you know, properly, I might as well build it with the floor out and have it be exactly what I want it to be. This um, might be me Clayton fangirling, but I really don't think there's any issue with your cross member. It's not no, as no, big of a hang-up. There's hang nothing up. wrong with it. But Maybe just redo that upper link. Yeah, the upper I need to take a look at, but at the same time, I think I'm, I'm personally, I think if I just cut the Clayton cross member out, take a piece of 2x4 and stick it in between the frame rails with plating, because I'm going to have all that access. There's literally nothing going to be in the way with the floor out, which is happening soon. So, uh, is, I don't know. Is, is there a duck on your finger, Agbar? Oh my god, yes, sorry. <laughs> I totally just forgot about that. I was, my roommate's dog outside went out there quick and put it. This was on my finger. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, that is he has like a little he has like a little stuffed animal, but it's like just the head of <laughs> just the head of it. I'm so sorry that I brought it up. I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, but well I guess that was a comedic interlude compared to you dropping dead. <laughs> oh jeez. I just had my uh, speaking of weird things happen. I just had my fingernail crack in half, so it's literally gone on my thumb. Ouch! And it looks weird. Yeah. Well, it's been dead. I had a few, like a few bricks tossed onto it a few weeks, actually, probably wow. about a month ago now. So it was very black and blue. But I just actually hit it on my leg, and it just completely cracked. And I was hanging by a little like piece, and it hurts. So enjoy wow. that. Uh. <laughs> um. So you said that you had a, another break on trail with a Wrangler, I think it was? Me? Yes. No, it was my shifter. No, I thought there was... Oh, 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 oh we, yes, with uh, the Total Off-Road podcast crew. Yes. Is that what I you're talking I, about? Yeah, yeah I thought okay. I saw something about it. Like a whole entire, like, the, the ball joint uh, fell out or something? Yeah, it was a Super Duty 60, and the guy had been taking the wrong line, and... He broke the what passenger side axle shaft and it it did its thing that ball joints do when you break axle shafts, the thing went pop and the tire fell right off. And he's on like I want to say about a ten foot ledge, I would say, when he did this. So it's in a very, very crappy spot. So they had like a winch tied to or his winch tied to a tree. Another winch tied to a branch off of a tree to pick the Jeep up. Then there were like seven dudes that also picked the Jeep up so we could get the axle shaft and everything out. And I don't know how in the hell we managed to do this, but between all of us, we managed to get everything out, roll the tire down the hill, 
get the knuckle or outer knuckle off of the tire, pick the Jeep up enough to set it back on, get the ball joints pressed back into place or back in the one back in the socket, the other one into place. And then get, pick it up and get the tire back on it. And then he drove back down the hill. I have no fucking clue how we managed to do that. Damn. Jesus. That is. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Ball joints suck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they're blown apart and you have to cut the brake line because he had no brakes the rest (laughs) of the night. But, well, to get the tire and everything out, we had to. But. Oh, my God. Yeah, I felt so bad for the guy because he's like, oh, fuck it. Just drive the goddamn thing back down the hill. I was like, oh, dude, that's not a good idea. I mean, we could pick it up and put a log under the axle and do that, but you're not just going to drive down on the axle down the hill. He's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, oh, dude, that's a bad idea. <laughs> we had like, there was like 12 dudes there. I'm pretty sure we could have all literally picked that Jeep up and done all the work on it. <laughs> wow. So that's, yeah, it was just as exciting as I thought it was then. I thought I saw like a oh, picture video from it, it and it was, it looked like a mess. And, Every single time we went to pick that thing up, it's like, everybody's finger's clear. Because there was one time where they picked it up and that thing slid over a good six, eight inches. And oh my God, dude, I swear to God, one of the guys about shit himself. He ran down the hill like a little jackrabbit because the thing almost landed <laughs> on him. Jesus. 53rd. <laughs> hey, uh, you got to know, that's why God gave you 10 fingers. You got nine spares. You lose one. Eh, oh, well, you just make the other one makes up for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of way I see it. But I actually I did have another break too with my uh, the actual shifter for my transmission. I was in a really really shitty spot. Actually, it was at that same spot I was talking about earlier where I almost flopped it. Because there, when you get clo- too close to that edge, it gets kind of hairy, where it, it feels like it might flop, but all you really got to do is back down a little bit, and it's fine. And I was going up it, doing whatever, and I have a, a sidewinder. No, the winter shifter, Rad Designs, basically Rad Designs winter shifter for Cherokee. Mm-hmm. And I go to slam that thing into reverse, and it won't go. It will not go. Like I can't move it anywhere except for first or second. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, I took that thing, I slammed that thing as hard as I possibly could so I could back down this because I can't really do anything else other than back down it at that point. Mm. And I went, and I did that. It went into reverse. And then I had no other gears after that. It was like I had a bunch of neutrals. Oh, God. Like, there's this shifters just flopping all over the place. I'm like, oh, shit. I just when did you train. put a 4LE60 in there? It, it never but I'm like, ah, shit, I just broke the transmission. My weekend's over. Damn it. <laughs> I get out. I look underneath. Cable's still attached. And I'm like, hey, man, you want to pull on that shifter a minute? And he starts pulling on the lever. And the thing underneath's not moving. I'm like, huh, I actually just broke the shifter. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm, there I am on the side or on a trail. I'm like, well, I don't really have tools here. Someone gave me just enough tools to be able to get that thing apart. I start looking inside, and the actual cable is as like a threaded rod end, and 
I want to say it's only like quarter inch or five sixteenths, but I had actually sheared the threaded end off of the rod. That wow. was our, yeah, the shift cable. <laughs> I sheared the threaded end off of it. Auto problems. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> not everybody can be spoiled and know how to drive with three feet. Wait, but, do you not know how to drive standard at all? Oh, I can drive standard. I just oh. could not wheel it. Okay, you scared me there for a second. I mean, like, I, I mean, okay, not wanting to, but <laughs> I, w- I, I would probably stall it the first time. Not gonna lie, it's been quite a while. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Me well, no, like I killed a clutch my first. I didn't kill it, but I definitely broke it in quite harshly the first time I was wheeling standard. Cody was there. It was funny. I stalled all over the place. Oh, yeah, you, you had it easy. Because you could just wheel at Richie's till you were proficient, and then you could go and wheel with the group. Well, yes. Yeah. See, I didn't have that luxury. I think the only Shit way on me that the I... entire time, and we <laughs> still do. The only yep. way I could honestly wheel on a standard is if it was set up like Collins. You honestly don't need Collins set up. That would just I know, but I think I could I could actually do that versus trying to three foot it. I'd be better off. Oh, you're talking about his, his hand throttle? You don't yeah. need that. You don't See, need that. See, the problem with I, his I hand throttle... Yeah, but the problem with his hand throttle is it constantly sticks because there's not enough tension on that, um, whatever he's pulling against, the, whatever the fuck the little mechanism's called. Well, he just needs to clean it out or use a different... That's... He probably just needs a new cable in there. Probably. True. But I'm putting one in. I'm going off of the pedal itself. I'm not going to the engine bag. So, we'll see how that works. Lame. You don't need it. Just slip clutch harder. I I di- I've been doing that for a year, like but... Did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't dump it. You just slip it. You let it sit at the point where it's not moving, and it's just slipping, and then you just give it the beans and then let it off. That's what I do. That sounds That's like a good way to roast a clutch. I, okay. I'm only on my second clutch. And the first one probably wasn't even bad. The reason I changed it was because the motor is its still doing it. It's just hemorrhaging oil from the timing cover down the back of the motor straight into the oil or into the transmission bell housing, which is yep. getting oil all over the, um, you know, the friction material. And then it is not. It doesn't it. stick. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> It's only, it was only bad in the morning. It was just like, I'd be going up the steep-ass hill I used to live on, and the whole thing would just be like, uh, it, it, it didn't like it. It wasn't happy. Hey, Wait, all what? I'm going to say is my clutch is on its third motor. So. Jeez. Yeah, yeah I'm just, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I would kill a clutch every weekend if I had to do that. You'd be surprised. It's Mine not a bad, bad driver. No, you just need to embrace the live a little attitude because you can only break it once a trip. Sometimes (laughs) more. (laughs) No, no, bullshit. I broke mine twice. Well, I mean like the kind of break where you can't wheel it anymore. A catastrophic failure. Yeah. You got a a point. Kind of like you had. Yeah. Or it's like, well, shit, I fucked a lot of stuff up, so. On the trailer it goes, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my <laughs> fucking weekend, and let me tell you, the second day was just as good as the first day. So, oh, Graham. Yeah, riding with Colin. <laughs> so, Graham. Good. 
when am I when am I getting a two thirty one? Huh? I, I pretty, heard a little pretty bit. Soon. Pretty heard soon. You got some moves going on with your transfer case. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, well the transfer case is done. Posted some pictures. Um, I mean it's it's put together. I'll probably take it apart once more to make sure everything's where I need it to be, clocking wise when I actually install it. Um, really, the next step is I have to put brake line and bleed the brakes on the purple jeep that's in the spot that i need to take mine apart in and i need to pull my jeep in and then park it till it's done which shouldn't be too long but we'll see yep. so did you buy adjustable detents i did the they rails? came and they actually should have showed up today but good i'm not where they are shipping to so i will see this weekend Fair I'm enough. Because those make a deal of difference. Good pair. I I tried with like the stock ones for a while, and mm-hmm. they were they were always too tight. Like I would have to one of them's slam fine. on my one of them's fine. Okay. The other one, the uh the one that is actuated by the it's that rod with the pivot point at one end and the oh yeah actual yeah. lever at the or the actual like shift rod at the other end and then the the pieces in the middle that one no fucking way i can't shift that like i was grabbing the shifter and like pulling on it and push like i couldn't get it yeah it's a screwdriver yeah on that that was you're talking about the one closest to like the front input um there's two at least on my my shifter i've got i've got the twin two yeah the lower one one is easy Er, that's the four-wheel drive, I believe. And the other one is the low-range, high-range, neutral. And that one was a pain in the ass. I think that's what it is. You have a 205, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of it backwards. No, one is one is all your front stuff. The other one is all your rear stuff. Because you can Okay, have... the front stuff one is easy. The rear one okay. is a pain in the ass. Okay, yeah. Because the rear one on mine was the one that I kept having issues with. After yep. I cut the rod or cut the shift fork mm-hmm. or shift rail, I had issues with it, and I finally just decided to get those uh, adjustable detents. And oh my god, did it make such a difference! Now, yeah. granted, the front output I have to constantly ad- adjust it in because it keeps getting to a point where it'll pop out just under the pressure of driving. Just going up rocks it'll once in a while I'll just randomly pop out if I stock loaded or something. Hmm. So you, you do almost want them tight, but you don't want them too tight that you have to use a screwdriver to get it to go. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Is, I mean, it, it may be like the front output. I have no problem with that one. It may, I mean, I'll have two adjustable detents. I guess I'll have to put it in and see how it feels when I have everything mounted. And I can actually put leverage on the shifter because me holding the base yeah. of the shifter and the shifter itself doesn't really give it, you know, much room to, you know, I can't yep. put much leverage on it. So, well, I guess I'll have to see. I'll definitely need a detent or an adjustable detent for the uh, the rear output. That's for sure because I can tell you right now it's going to be a pain in the ass. I might just leave the the front one though. Yeah, it's probably not a bad idea until it wears out to the point that I mean, it's just if you popping can, in and out. Also, oh, if you maybe, can get maybe, maybe that's the case, depending on how fucked they are. I mean, this thing was in a mud truck. Ooh, it's got new shift rails. 
but who knows what yeah i mean i've put over all the new shits in you can tell the old ones have been like beat to shit like there's a big groove where the ball was mind mine had issues with at first it would like the rear would go in and out constantly and it ended up being that when i put the um or when i modified the shift fork or shift rail it didn't get cut far enough so that when i put it into four-wheel drive it was like right on the edge of actually working but it would once in a while just kind of kick it out hmm which is sucked for my maiden voyage but then i got that all fixed up and the other one was you have to take that shit out when it didn't work Oh yeah, I'd take the whole that sounds, case that apart. Miserable. See, this is yeah. why I just bought the N- NWF rails. Like, uh, I don't want to deal with that. I think you said you you did you buy new rails or did you just? No, I modified mine, work? Yeah. and I finally got. I finally have them working correctly, which was kind of a pain in the butt. I mean, I followed all the directions online, but I seem to have been like slightly off. Yeah, on my measurements did. doing it it's super <laughs> easy to do i guess and it didn't work like i could get front locked into high and rear locked into low that's fucking which, annoying oh my god that is the word unless you're on soft ground it absolutely sucks you literally have to lift one axle or the other up to get it back out or you have to be going drive to reverse really quick which is easy on an auto mm. and while pushing on the lever to get it to pop out because there is like a slight bit of play that there's a point where it could let go but you have to be really quick on it damn yeah that doesn't sound fun um do you have what's your shifter setup look like that's the other thing is i i mean i i sort of have an idea on how i want stuff to be oriented in there in my oh let's see uh, it's gonna be one of those deals where until like cut my floor out and start putting things back together. I have no idea what I want. My regular shifter is probably about six, six-ish inches further back than where like the stock like transmission shifter is. About six mm-hmm. inches further back. And then like I actually I have to reach up kind of a little bit awkwardly with my hand to do all of the stuff for the transfer case. But then I, it, it's kind of out of the way too for me once it's set. Does that make sense? So it's not something that I could bump with my arm and knock it out yep. or s- the passenger could bump for that matter and knock it out. It's just kind of in an awkward spot to work with. Like I couldn't do it quick. Does that make sense? Well, hmm. I mean, I don't think a 205 is an easy transfer case to shift anyways. Is it? No. It's not like you, it's my... you can shift on the fly. No, it's a fucking iron giant. Yeah, you gotta I mean, just like, I actually do have to be rolling to shift mine from low to high. Oh, like okay. mildly not not twenty miles an hour rolling, but just like ever so slightly rolling or like going drive to reverse constantly while I'm holding pressure on it. Mm-hmm. Once in a while. But it, it's not all the time. Yeah, I, I, that makes sense. If it if it's not lined up, it's not gonna go. Um so yeah, it I don't is know a gear I... drive case, so it's going to be you've got to mesh the gears. Yep, and it's there's definitely room for that to just not work. Those teeth are pretty big. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. and then having good detents too, or like loose detents on that side helps make it a lot easier to get that in and out of gear. Yeah. Also, I gotta throw some shade. How many times did you have to recharge your RRIs? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. First <laughs> off, fuck you. Uh, I didn't have to touch them all weekend. Thank you. That's because he just left them be. Were they still decent? Or <laughs> Actually, they honestly, throughout the weekend, they started when I first left here, low down the trailer, they were up about, I set them high to begin with. They had about six inches of up travel set on them. And when I got down there, there was like three to four. And by the end of the weekend, it was down around two. So they did leak down, but now that it's sitting back in the garage, it's back up to almost six, which I don't know. I'm not asking questions about, but it worked. You're just going to say and, a prayer to the ORI gods and leave it alone? Yep. I'm going to say a thank you, actually, to them for that one, hey. for not having to touch them. I actually spent the entire weekend helping one of the other guys in our group tune his because he was having a lot of – um. They, they felt real mushy all the time, and he wanted them hmm. a little bit stiffer, kind of like what I had, and we finally got his set up correctly over the weekend. So, thank so goodness the, I didn't have to touch mine. Yeah, see the I'll toast to that. <laughs> but, oh, I wouldn't say that. I'm no, I'm no expert on them. I just... I don't know. You wouldn't, at Roush, you were helping... Um, that's true. Mike I did his. I did his, he Mike hated his... his. And then he said, oh, they're a little bit better, but I don't like the way it rides anymore. They're like, okay, what the fuck do you want from me, dude? <laughs> I had like 200 PSI left in the nitrogen tank. I'm like, so we can do like one thing with this. We can change the pressure in the lower chambers, but it might ride like shit. And that was one thing he complained about. Rode yeah. like shit. <laughs> oh, well. but, I don't I know, know, though. I, I like his build. Oh, God. I, don't I like TDs, otherwise I'd like it. I know that's just. He wanted like a, to trade. Yeah. He asked me actually when we were at Roush if I wanted to trade, like straight up. I said, "Well, I kind of got to keep my tires," but <laughs> I was really, really tempted to text him on my way home, and say, "Hey, man, I'm going to turn around. I want your Jeep. Let's trade." <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I, that his new Jeep is cool, but I just. There's no good way to turn a TJ into like a crazy buggy. I like look, his Jeep. Good. I like his Jeep because it's like at the, the limit. It's True. at the absolute limit of streetable. You can't get that any. There's no way. He's got plates and insurance on it, and he drives it from time to time. And he's not getting pulled over. Hashtag free XJig Mike again. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say hell. That's worse than his XJig. No, it's not. His XJ was on full hydro, I think. And was his it? XJ was all chopped up. Oh, yeah, no, no. Had... Before that, I wasn't oh, that why he chopped it up. I, uh, I don't know. We'll have to get him on and ask him. I was going to say, he, I want to say that he had, it. I think the biggest thing was is the fact that he had those wide, wide stands. Where, I mean, he had those 42-inch MTRs literally no, completely out of the fender. Yep. So, hey man, that's one way to do it. I I do want to have a set of rims at some point in my XJ's life where my tires are sticking entirely out of the fenders just for the memes. Oh, you mean just like mine with the orange ones? Because I love those rims. 
Oh god, I hate him. I can actually turn on a trail now. <laughs> what did I you got the, what did you change? What rims are you using now? I got the KMC machetes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the classic. So, yeah, and they're super narrow, like to the point that my rear tires actually hit the shocks now or the ORIs now, which when I built it, they didn't. So I know that's a lot narrower, but I can actually turn on a halfway decent radius now. Could you throw of, like some one inch spacers or something in there? I could, and I probably will, because it's only the rear that hits anything. The front does not touch anything. Well, if you send me my uh my super duty steelies, I'll send you <sighs> some uh eight by one seventy spacers. I only have two. I mean, we're already ha- we're already halfway to July. He should just bring them with him when he comes to Badlands. Yeah, true. And I'm I'm actually going to pick up a set on Wednesday from, uh, I think his name's Josh. Blanking. Yeah. So, well, if I'm set when I do come out there, now, bring them with you. Well, I, don't know gonna, gonna I was gonna say when I come out there again this summer, I'm taking them with me. You could have them. Okay. Uh, I mean, we could split them. Them. <laughs> We could split yes. them because I'm sure that by then my stickies will have killed at least one of those fucking rims. <laughs> Yeah, the we'll rims die before tires die. <laughs> I'm hoping. Um, I just bought some TMI. Uh, I I didn't buy anything fancy, just like a rock ring, just literally like the thinnest little one they had to kind of give the lip of the rim some more meat. I am really tempted to on the gold rims, fucking weld on the stripper one just for the names, <laughs> <laughs> and then spray paint him gold. <laughs> looking, I love it, but it's so. How do you put the fucking lock on? It's in the way. You don't. That's the thing. That's the whole point. Wibble sockets, my boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought about that. I hadn't even I, like. I didn't think. <laughs> You're going to twist my arm into that and it's going to be fucking hilarious because they will be spray painted gold. It's 30 bucks a wheel. Just do it. And then fucking black thong on the stripper. Oh, Christ. (laughs) You got to get sexy lady mud flaps for it too then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then I've got shoot your local pedophile on the back of it now. Oh so, my god. Yeah. That thing's gonna be a rolling meme. <laughs> I picked up another is. hatch. <laughs> so I have to ask, when you crawled under it that first time, what was your first impression? Because you told me off the podcast and it was fucking great. I said, I'm pretty sure I said, well... I guess it's not the way I would have done this, but I guess it'll work. No, no, it wasn't even that. It was. It was holy fuck! It's cheap, but it's right. right. Holy shit! This is cheap. (laughs) It wasn't meant like a super douchey way. It's just like, oh my god, everything works, and it was done very cheaply. Holy crap! I could have done this instead of spent twenty grand on a cheap. I love that shit wagon. I get so uh, much shit for it. Uh, so what was your... Uh, we asked another guy that was on the podcast because 
we met him in a very similar manner to how we met you. What was your first impression of us when we showed up? Because I know you knew Colin, but... Okay, I knew Colin, but... And I talked to Colin for... Or basically since he was here. You? Oh, it was definitely... We talked for like 10 minutes. Like, holy shit, did we just become best friends? (laughs) And then while Luke was there... Well, we were all pretty fucked up when Graham showed up. It was like, okay... (laughs) This kid's pretty cool. And then we started reeling with him and I started watching him like, oh my God, this motherfucker drove this thing here. What the fuck? (laughs) Well, we've got a meme in the club that Graham is Mr. One Shot because he can drive and he will drive his Jeep where he's going. And he likes to do everything in just one go. That's it. So Graham, you are fucking insane. (laughs) And I like it. It's like, uh, I don't know, I've got the, the truck to you know, tow a trailer, but I don't know if I can buy a trailer until I, you know, it's it's just, it's half the fun for me. I was going to say, I would not Take the trailer, pal. I want my rig to be drivable. I don't like, I think it'd, it'd be a similar situation to, you know, the whole, you know, Mike getting pulled over on the 42s that stuck out outside the fenders. Like, if I'm not going to... I haven't gotten any shit for it. And really, only one time. And it was on 33s. So, until I get shit for driving it, why would I not drive it? That's always been my thing. Well, I totally agree with you. I'm keeping mine drivable, but at the same time, I like having a trailer for when I go to Roush. It means that I can do something as dumb as what I do Build on right, Crawler so Ridge. Yeah, you might want to bring a trailer to... Um... Roush this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, for the longer ones, I think it, it makes sense. Because the drive back was fucking miserable. <laughs> well, the drive back seemed like it was going to be fucking miserable for you. And then on top of that, it's like, what do you do when you have a catastrophic retard failure? I Listen, if it was going to be catastrophic, it was it would have happened. The water had no... I've said it like past three podcasts. It had no oil in it. It was all water. No, I don't mean <laughs> even on the transmission. I'm talking like in my case where just, you're ripping brackets up or Curtis's oh, well, case the, where you're destroying shit like up, that. Then, then yeah, I'm, I'm hosed. And, well, uh, actually, uh, we weren't hosed because Nick had a co-worker's dad that lived five minutes away. Oh, from that's right. That yeah, has a full a... shop and everything. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Back together. And the guys yeah. next to us had a fucking like, mobile yeah. welding station. Yeah. We could like, have gotten anything fixed. It would have it worked out. It would have yeah. worked out, but it would have been sketch fab. Like, oh, it wasn't yeah, already. Course. I had to like, <laughs> go to the... I don't know how there's no part stores. We've said this before as well. There's not a single yeah. part store close to Rush Creek. Whoever opens should, one, like they should just advanced auto should just open one in Routes Creek, just at the parking lot, just like yeah, <laughs> just put in the parking lot and just put like Super Duty axle parts and like Jeep yeah. stuff and you know whatever else wheels there. Uh, I don't know, and they make so much money. So That's funny. I have to ask at this point, Curtis. Now that you're getting more familiar with your rig, what? If you could have built a different chassis, what would it have been? Or would you have just gone to? Yeah, so you love your Jeep now, but... Okay, what I really, really What would you sell it for? (laughs) Five dollars. I got... No, no, no. Six dollars and a goat leg. I I didn't mean money. I meant, like, what would you... Sorry. I need about three (laughs) fifty. 
Now oh, you need to get rid of it and get something else. Oh man, that's a tough one because I'll really give you a black digging... Cherokee. <laughs> no, no more unibodies for me. Never again. Okay, okay. But... I'll weld. I'll weld the frame onto it, and then you can have it. Do you? You know, I think I think like my dream rig would be like a wide open designs chassis that I got the pieces for like a DIY chassis. Cause I can't let someone else weld that. Fuck that. I, toxic masculinity won't let me do that, <laughs> <laughs> but do all of that build something like that. And then set like a TJ tub on top of it. Interesting. Okay. So oh, I could have, cool. I could have a hard top still. I could make it fit a cage that could fit inside of a hard top. Because I don't care about the back seats. I'm not bringing passengers with me. And then I'd have a tube chassis. It would still ha- technically have a VIN number to it because of the TJ body. So I'd have everything that I would need for it to be streetable still that I could register it here. And then I would have a lightweight chassis that I could stick any motor I want to- into it. What motor would you do? Because my guess is just another four liter. You, oh, you hell like, no. You know, it's just, it's so simple. It's no, four. No, 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 no. Six zero. I mean, oh, I wasn't going to say six zero. No, no <laughs> RPMs with the big motors, bro. Yeah, I'm going to put a 7.3 Goliath in it. Or Godzilla. Go. <laughs> in it. <laughs> Big displacement push rod motors. But, <laughs> Lightweight um, chassis, heavy as fuck motor. <laughs> motor weighs more than the chassis does. <laughs> but no, I'd probably I'd probably do something either a five three or a four eight. If I did the four eight, I'd probably stroke it out to somewhere in the neighborhood of about five three ish. And then throw a big ass turbo on it. Or two turbos for that matter. And just wheel the shit out of it like that. Put a four hundred turbo four hundred behind it, or a seven hundred R four. One of the old transmissions, nothing electronic, nothing newer. Keep it simple. And then two hundred five behind it, because you don't need a doubler when you got that much horsepower. Hmm. No, I'm sorry. If you're gonna spend that much money, I want at least an Atlas four three in there because I would like to have the ability to crawl. Okay. Okay, I can see that. I could do that. And actually, if I was spending that much money, I'd probably have a four-speed Atlas in there, to be honest. Mm. XJ Mike's four-speed Atlas is sexy. Yeah, I don't even know what what his ratios are, but I'm pretty sure he's got very low ratio final. And that thing crawls better than anything I've ever seen crawl. I do have to say, though... In comparison to Jamie's rig, Jamie's rig definitely puts on the uh, the better backyard performance, if you will. I mean, yeah, when he's clearing out all the mosquitoes for the next two counties <laughs> with his tires and oil burning, it's pretty good. But... That is a Wrangler buggy I can get behind. I'll get behind that one. I like that thing. Yeah, There's I some buggy. I like Jim Overly's rig, too. His rig, something about the look of his that I like as well. Overly's rig is fucking sick because it's just. But I wouldn't call it a Wrangler. I mean, it's got. It's a CJ. If anything, it started as a CJ, but I appreciate his just no fucks given attitude with it. 
Yep. You know, I appreciate like no compromise thing too. He's kind of that wheels with a no fucks given attitude. So Hi, welcome to the club. <laughs> so um <laughs> were you there for the notorious two point five incident where uh someone was out there breaking hearts with uh two five and uh Dana thirty on thirty sevens with the thirty five if I remember right? On that was MJ. Red. Yeah, it was red with no bed. <laughs> We saw those videos coming out. Those were entertaining. Oh, yes, Chris. Yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought you guys were talking to each other about that. And something no, that happened out there, but no, 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 no. I know who you're talking about. Dude, Chris is a fucking riot. Him and uh, Aaron Osterman, <laughs> they're both from the east side of the state. They are an absolute fucking riot to wheel with. Aaron's got that beautiful gold MJ. Love Ooh. it. Love oh, it. I've been drooling have... over that thing for yeah. years on Instagram. Fucking gorgeous. Oh, man. Dude, those are some of the coolest guys to wheel with. I mean, Chris does not give a shit. He literally was bouncing that thing off of trees, rocks, limiter all weekend long. Like our cabin, we, we weren't camping with them. They, they stayed at a different cabin on the other side of the property. But anytime he was nearby in the, or on the trails near our cabin, you knew it. Is you just heard that thing bouncing off the limiter. And you can tell it because it sounded completely different than all of the other four liters. Because it was a 2.5. Well, the point was is that it was a Jeep event, so there's a bunch of four liters. So you can hear all the four liters bouncing off the limiter. Gotcha. But you can definitely tell when it's not a four liter. Like <laughs> somebody shows up in their full tube chassis buggy with open headers. You're like, oh, I got a chub. Where are you at? <laughs> Fair. Doesn't the two five have like a ridiculous, uh, you know, rev limiter? Uh, what I'm blanking on what it's called. Limit should, red line. Yeah, the limit. Where's the red line? What is it on that I, thing? I don't know, but I want to say it's pretty freaking high. <laughs> I want to say it's I like six thousand, if I remember right. I want to say it's six thousand or sixty five hundred because he's got a aftermarket tuner on that. I believe. Oh my god. I can only imagine. And he's got the limiter set higher than normal. So, <laughs> That's incredible. Dude, dude, it's it's insane. And to watch some of the shit that dude does on 33s with that thing is unbelievable. I mean, I couldn't do that half of that shit on 40s. Well, or even 37s. Yeah, I'd be good. Okay, now that I'm on my own rig, I'm starting to get comfortable. My balls are getting a lot bigger. <laughs> I'm getting there. And then suddenly you'll find yourself in front of a flock of JKs and your rig's just going to shoot itself apart because you're just not in the mood to give a fuck. Uh, that's kind of what happened at uh, Roush. That's how I bent my upper control on the taco. <laughs> I decided to try to show off for the JK crowd because they were doing five miles an hour on the green trails. I was like, get the fuck out of my way. I want to get back to camp right now. So Mike jumped. Jason jumped. Fuck it. I'm going to jump it too. Yeah. Nope. Bad. Every time I get cocky, my shit breaks. It's a humbling lesson. It's kind of what's happening, it seems. <laughs> it always... This whole podcast has me like itching to wheel. Same. I mean, I I, dude, I, I got back 
I washed that thing off and I put it in the garage and all of a sudden I got really depressed because I'm like, well, shit. Next time I'm going to wheel this thing is in like six months. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. I'm just, I just shut the garage door, locked the door, and I haven't been back in there since. Dude, the other like two weeks, two weeks ago on Sunday or something like that. <laughs> the other day when it was really nice out, we had like a, a gorgeous, like 65 degree day. And I sit on my back porch and I'm just looking at my Jeep like, I just want to fucking wheel you, beat the shit out of you. I'm just sitting here, just <laughs> smoldering over. I'm like, come on, wheeling season. Um, we ought to get something going. Like, I mean, if I know I'm that trying... Kish has something going in uh, early May or mid May. Okay. I want to get Jacob's shit rolling as well by the opener. I th- we can do it. His motor's running good. Put a new carbonator on the thing, and it's like you actually turnkey idles and it drives. And we just fixed, we cut out like a quarter of the fucking cab to redo a body mount that was fucked and to redo the floor on the driver's side. And the thing doesn't fucking squat on the driver's side about three, four inches when you press the clutch. Cause it's like, it's a mechanical clutch, which is connected to the frame and the motor and the body. So because that whole side was rotted out, it just would squish the whole side down. We cut it all out. I'm sure you guys saw the pictures. He was posting them. Uh, and it's, it's exciting. Cause he's actually like, it's almost there. We need to do a little bit more suspension wise and reliability wise, but, I think he could putts around on greens and blues. Some yeah. easy blues. And I'm excited to actually get him out there because oh. he hasn't wheeled in fucking years. <laughs> what was that? So I don't I don't know. So why did you have a thirty seven on your uh your J twenty? Oh well see, we've got a ton of thirty sevens floating around the shop right now. And we had a spare from the purple Jeep, which is on eight by six and a halfs. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm putting this on. Because when I was talking with Colin, and he was like, 37 on that thing. I was like, what do you mean I can't fit a 37 on? It's got a two inch body lift. There's no way it won't fit. So I drove it in there because I was going to do, I wasn't planning on working on it, but then the electric fan died. So I had to go and, you know, we ended up cutting a ton of shitty wiring out and putting a bunch of new wiring in to clean things up. Mm-hmm. And I took the 37 from the corner, the spare, and bolted it on. And it would rub, but going straight, it doesn't rub. So, <laughs> and it looks fucking sick. Like, minimal cutting, and you could just run 37s on that thing, and it would be super happy. That's awesome. <laughs> but would the drivetrain be super happy? Oh, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. It'll it's literally fine. a 360 with that's definitely been overheated like several times. I don't give a fuck when it blows up. It, it blows up, but I'll put a 60 on it. And yeah. it's got, I don't even toe know what truck, tra- toe truck, toe truck, toe truck. Yeah. The, J-10? See, the, the, the thing is, there, there's a guy with an eight, one Allison combo from a, a different Chevy truck that he's been working on it, but you know, he had, uh, I forget why he stopped working on it. The guy isn't, I don't want to say he's not the, he's, he's a good guy, but he's just not that mechanically inclined to work on some of the stuff. Doesn't have the time for it, whatever. He was selling it for two grand, the whole truck. And I was like, Oh, I could put an eight, one and an Allison in the thing. And that'd be stupid too. Yes. 
do it <laughs> tell so, me that wouldn't be the most rad fucking setup it would be though. stupid <laughs> matching, <laughs> now matching wheels on the truck or the, the truck to the trailer to the jeep all in like the same color combo running down the road to fucking roush dude that would look so baller gotta do it it would dude. it would it uh, would you're just gonna would, run into the fact that you're gonna deal with old truck problems not with yeah. new motors I mean, exactly. I need to bench. Well, I mean, you're still going to deal out. with the frame. You're still going to deal with the small brakes. Not if I put Super Duty axles in it. Exactly. Oops. Now we're getting into the spirit, Graham. I love it. <laughs> but what Graham about the frame? actual Jeep. He, takes, <laughs> he unhooks the truck from the trailer. Yes! Yes! We got the tow rig backup wheeler. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, that's a statement. You got to. Actually, that'd be fucking hilarious. You bring it down to Roush, you leave the Jeep on the trailer, you disconnect the truck and just go wheel the truck, leave the Jeep sitting there. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I came to bring this. That, that was my backup, you know? <laughs> you know what's no, fucking insane, though? I saw some dude did um i think it was not held oh, what the fuck it's that really long climb at moab uh in a stock f-250 what the fuck yeah we're the... talking about the one that's up the really like it's like eight foot wide and on either side it's just sheer drop off almost yeah right? oh yes i know what you're yeah. talking about yep yep fuck that i Some watched dude... a video uh-uh <laughs> nope uh, i'm down for that there's barely that, enough room up top to turn around is what like the videos I was seeing. Fuck that. I'll do it backwards. Fuck that. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> uh, with the wheel disconnected? With the wheel disconnected? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. With like the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. I know what you meant. Oh, I don't <laughs> okay. know about that one. That's pushing the boundaries a little bit. Yeah, that might be pushing it just a little bit. Hey, it'd be really you testing have... your ability to fabricate, you know? Hey, Curtis. <laughs> you guys Here's the deal. really liquored up to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. We'll give you a set of vice grips to use as the steering wheel so you can look really baller holding your steering wheel out the window but be kicking or, the vice grip or... between your knees. <laughs> <laughs> That or we un we unbolt my orbital, we pull it out the hood, and you sit on the hood and turn the orbital. Oh my god! god. <laughs> I am That's gonna sign. <laughs> I am not gonna sign up for that. Oh, <laughs> you can okay, have I'll that one. You can ride in the jeep. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> we'll just throw it into that double low and just be like, Bert. Uh, uh, all the way up at uh, like a mile an hour. That's funny. <laughs> if that. Yeah. Oh, God. I still can't wait for this season. It's going to be a good year. I'm stoked, dude. I'm so stoked. Uh, I want to hit more blacks this year. I didn't really get to uh, expel yeah, my year abilities. You, more. Mm -hmm. you were doing a couple blacks here and there. More so than you were initially. Oh, absolutely. Yep. After Badlands, it really gave me the confidence that I was just like, if I think I can make it, there's a good chance I can. And if I can't, if my asshole friends are telling me, yeah, but I mean, it's like if my asshole friends are telling me I can make it, then there's a really good chance I probably can't, but I'm going to. 
Like, <laughs> but just also like Richie's house has probably been the biggest influence on that. In reality, just being able to look at something and go, can I even make it around that? Like there's this weird quartz fucking face rock facing me, but can I put my tire up on top of that and climb up the rest of the other slate shelf that's on there? You know, it just, it kind of allowed me to have that preference to do it. Fuck it. You know? Yeah. We'll have to take Curtis to, uh, that place after Badlands. Or before. You know. or wait, 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 wait. I don't wait, know. Wait, wait. Before Badlands trip. July. The second second week in July. Or second weekend in July. I can't. I you can't motherfucker. We I, told no, no, no. you no, no. so no, many no. months ago. <laughs> I can't because my one coworker always takes the week after the fourth off. So I can have the week before, but I because it's only two of us in the lathe department. I'm not able to take. Well, we might be able. Three. I don't think the balance yeah. trip is set in stone, is it? No. It's I mean, really if you not, guys could do it, it, it be anywhere in July, anytime in well, July. Well, actually, it might. No, it might be because for the the reason of I know Rockaholics, I think takes it the week before or the weekend before, so we would have to push it back, which in reality is probably not the worst thing in the world. But I do think we'd have to. I mean, we'd have to have uh, Sean reach out and see kind of what weekends are open well, from I them. I don't know if we have anything scheduled. God, I would love to talk to if Rob. you guys could land it on the weekend of the fourth. I, I know mean, you we guys could definitely just... try. That'll be the easiest for a lot of people too. A lot of people have access onto that weekend off yeah exactly. that would give so me an extra have to, i'd have one if it hasn't already been dropped home yeah well, that could, would also make it a, oh sorry that would make it a three-day trip for me without any problems because i have that week off yeah yeah so that you have that whole week then. off luke i'm taking that whole week off already too so guess I'll what take... we're doing we're doing oh, wheeling. Days of wheeling. <laughs> let's go fucking wheeling boys i'm grab you're just bring the computer fucking with you. We'll bring Wi-Fi and a laptop. <laughs> He's doing IT shit while working, taking tickets. We got this. Ooh, oh, we'll, we'll oh. set my laptop up. We'll be good. I just got there a zesty go. text from Jeremy. Fucking, there's sparkles in his Dana Thirty from his Detroit. Uh-oh. That's normal. That's pretty normal. If yeah. it's brand new. I mean, are we talking? Oh, am I supposed to change like... the fluid? I don't know. Because, I mean, <laughs> the first... it looks I mean... like at the moment, from what he's saying, that his Detroit Dana 30 locker has uh, eaten itself and taken out okay. both carrier so bearings. Just, we're huh. not just talking. So, just super duties, axle swap. We're talking chunks, chunks, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know about chunks yet, but there are broken bolts in the pan oh, from the Detroit. God. Bolts? Bolts? Yes. Bolts? <laughs> that's, not, that's not glitter. Bro. There's a difference bolts and glitter. Glitter, if you throw it at someone, doesn't hurt. Bolts, <laughs> when you throw it, hurts. Okay? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was probably Jesus. the best Snapchat I've opened this year. Holy shit. That sucks. I mean, at least it's just a Dana 30. Those things are cheap as dog shit. Uh, yeah, but you couldn't rebuild his Dana 30 cheap as dog shit. He's got all no. that custom shit done to no, it, so he's going to rebuild it. Internals. Internals are cheap. Eh, they're not that much cheaper than going Dana 60. There's really? A really? Built the oh. axle that I had sitting in my driveway instead of rebuilding the Dana 30 when I grenaded it. Uh, that kind of so then why did we do a Dana thirty and a forty four of my piece of shit, huh? 
Uh, because at that point in time, you wanted training wheels. At that point in time, you didn't want to go to wontons directly. Yeah, I mean, I I still don't. And Graham, don't you worry. The day that it catastrophically explodes, it'll be phenomenal. Probably looking at like you know first weekend in July, it'll be a good time. Cool. We'll 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 send her on her way. <laughs> and hopefully, watch. I bet you, even if I don't have my SY yet, my fucking that won't even explode. So they think you've been giving me You'll so much shit about. You'll have mine if you're taking. Yeah, it. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. And the only an thing you need to do to fix that thing to have of course, it be a yep. thirty-one is replace yep. pump because the pump that I have is fucked. So I pay you extra for you to put pump. Perfect. Uh, maybe. Okay, <laughs> hey, I'll take a maybe. <laughs> I'll take the maybe. Oh man. Damn. Away from a 231. Damn. Don't have to work on 231. Fine. Fine. I'll do the pump and it'll explode and then I'll just blame you. How's well, that sound? You, <laughs> you don't have to put a pump in it. The only reason it, it screams because the pump is internally shredded. It still works. If it stopped screaming, I'd be concerned. But <laughs> Every, okay, everything on this 231 has been swapped except for the pump because the brand new brand new from Sean uh, 231 that I got was missing everything or had everything but the pump. It was missing the pump. Somebody had taken it, put brand new transfer case in, put my SYE guts in, my wider chain, bigger gear, whatever the hell it is on the input or front output. output. Yep. And um, only thing that I kept was that stupid pump. And it sounds exactly like it used to. Nothing changed. So it's that pump that is making the noise. So, well, well, that's right. annoying. I've, I mean, I've, I don't give a fuck about no noise. My Jeep has plenty. I'm pretty sure my exhaust drone will just completely cancel that noise out. You know so, what you should do? It doesn't. It sounds miserable. Fill the case with gear oil. Fuck it. Good enough. I was thinking <laughs> water. I heard it looks really good on water. They, they, no, they don't. The plastic doesn't like water. The plastic things, the shit forks. Yeah, they'll last for six months, but then they'll so, just die. So what if I JB weld it? If it, if it's not moving, it can't scream, right? You could just take the pump out. Yeah, fuck it, right? I mean, at that point, <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of needs the pump. It don't yeah, need it's it. It's a two thirty one. It'll survive. Otherwise, the plastic pieces get no lube, and then the plastic. That's why you fill it with gear oil. Aluminum. Then it gets lube. No, yeah. KY jelly. To the brim. Oh, just, just oh so we're, we're going we're gonna to do it like, like they do with Rockwell's and just shove grease in it and fill it. Yes, yes that is how we do it around here. But uh, <laughs> I think we're kind of slowing down a little bit. Anyone have any final thoughts? I wouldn't say we're slowing no. down. We're just getting to the KY jelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then maybe uh, off podcast discussion (laughs) we can't talk about this stuff on the channel we should pretend to be professional once in a blue moon once in a while you guys gotta be good people alrighty well thanks for listening and uh, remember if your friends can't do it just do it backwards